Hello and welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato. And I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. Welcome to uh, the first month of the uh, end of the world. Yeah, I mean, that's one down, 47 to go. <laughs> well, six. Um. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um Let's get into it. Let's just let's just get yeah, right you know into what? it. Why, why would we talk about our lives or or anything? Do any banter? Let's just fucking do this thing. Let's get right into. Uh, you want to get into things we're not going to talk about or crazy yeah. Trump tweets? Uh, let's start with things we're not going to talk about this week. It was kind of almost a light week in that there were only like five stories that came out that would normally completely derail a presidency. <laughs> um, but no, I walked around and almost felt. A little normal. Yeah. And then realized I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then a bunch of shoes dropped today. Yeah. But for most of the week, there was not actually any that much going on. So um, what are we not going to talk about? We're not going to talk about uh, 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 Jeff Sesh, as I call him. Cool Jeff Sesh, our, our AG. He wants he wants to go. He's already signed it. The D, the Department of Justice is going to go back to using private prisons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gave uh, prisoners who were being tormented in private prisons about a th- four months reprieve. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to go back with the logic being we like torture. Great. Yes. Okay. I don't. I'm, I don't know what his fucking <laughs> logic is. The guy's fucking Yosemite Sam fucked Foghorn Leghorn. Yep. Like. There's no logic in that brain except that I I don't know I I get hard when I hear about people dying in prisons. Um, not not you him. Yeah, yeah I was embodying. Okay. Uh, I I should have put on a foghorn Leghorn Yosemite <laughs> Sam accent, but I've got a little throat thing right now. I just don't want people to get confused. Um. Uh. You know, it takes it takes much more to get me hard than that. Moving on, uh, the Trump... <laughs> For the people who are still listening after that sentence. Trump wants to go after <laughs> states that have legalized weed because Trump uh, believes in small businesses and he believes in states' rights. Mm-hmm. So states that have legalized weed and have small businesses running weed sales, Trump wants to go after them. We're Didn't, not gonna talk isn't about Colorado that, making all of the money in Texas? From Colorado weed. is, you know how you have that friend when you were growing up and all of a sudden he has like a condo when he's like 23 yeah. and like a big screen TV and you're like, what happened? He's like, I'm a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Colorado's that, <laughs> but a state. Right. But I think like not breaking the law, like in that case. Yeah. No, I mean. Like, like when you, when, with that friend. You're like, oh, this is great for you now. Yeah. But you're going to get pistol whipped to death at some point in your life. Right. You know? Whereas and Colorado, well, Colorado may get pistol whipped <laughs> to death by Jeff Sessions, um, who will get an erection from it. I'm sorry. I got to let this go, but I can't. I, I, I'm yes, na- yes. Now it's in, into my head. Um, okay. So uh, what else are we not going to talk about? We're not going to talk about Trump's desires to expand the nuclear arsenal. Mm-hmm. What was the numbers again? Because I didn't know that we were number two. We are number two. Um, there, so the num the top the top earners <laughs> in yeah. terms of nuclear warheads are in order: Russia, 
the United States, and France. Mm-hmm. China's below France, I think, and then Great Britain, and then Israel. I think that's the order. Mm. Uh, but definitely Russia, uh, the United States, and then France. And uh, France is about 500 or so, it's estimated. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh my gosh, we, we're losing to Russia. Well, we got we to gotta get more of those if they're Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, it's estimated that Russia has 7,000 nuclear warheads. And it's estimated that the United States has 6,800 <laughs> nuclear warheads. So, yeah, we're, I mean... So, even if Russia... The, here's the thing. I, we were discussing this earlier. That it takes about five to uh, make the planet uninhabitable forever. So, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know that it takes five, but you could probably do a pretty convincing job with 500. Mm-hmm. Like, France's nuclear arsenal could right. end the world. Right. So even if, even if Russia managed to knock out 6,300 of our, yeah, of our missiles... Yeah, first strike. Right. We could still end civilization as we know it by, with the remaining missiles. Right, right. Um, it's... The thing that's crazy to me about this, and I know we're not talking about it, but we were talking about it, so I'm going to talk about it. Um, The thing that's crazy to me about this is, like, Russia's, like, Trump's best friend. Right. Now. Why are we even fighting? Why is... Why... There there is nobody in the world left for us to be, like, aggressive with nuclear war. Because I think he assumes that France is going to start some shit. France better. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody better. Uh, all right, what else? Uh, what else we got? Uh, well, this convoluted and very strange and unsettling story just happened just before we went on. Um, CNN has a uh, an exclusive on um, the White House apparently attempting to pressure the FBI uh, to publicly, as they put it, knock down the uh, Russia story. That um, the, knock down the idea that uh, you know White House Russia communication was a thing going on, and to the to the well, pre White House, it's fine if yeah, White House yeah, Russia, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, pre, though it depends on what they're talking about. Still, yeah. but yes, um, the 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 communications that uh, the New York Times described as frequent and with. Um, uh, known Russian agents, mm-hmm. and that the uh, that CNN described as constant um, between uh, those agents and the Trump uh, camp. Right. Basically, the White House is saying like, "Hey, tell everybody that's not true," and the FBI is being like, "Well, we're not going to say anything." Yeah. To their credit, the FBI didn't do that. Um, they didn't do anything else. But again, one of the like. Uh, things that we're not going to talk about about this is that um, one of the people who was like really on the FBI apparently about this and up to the point of like buttonholing um, the assistant director of the FBI at a like diff- at a different meeting is Rance Priebus or as I call him Ranch Priebus because it's not funny to call him that but I'm gonna anyway Ranch Agreed. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Agreed Great <laughs> Uh, Ranch, um, is, uh, supposedly the adult in the room. Ranch Mm. is the guy who everybody's like, oh, well, he got Ranch, who's got a big, 
He's got a long history of working in government. He gets this. Ranch will keep him in line. Ranch is the guy going against all policy and against all, like, everything you're supposed to do in in these situations where your team is getting investigated. Ranch is going to the investigators and saying, hey, why don't you just tell everybody publicly it's not a thing? That's like if I committed a murder and then went to the cops and said, I know you're going to arrest me for murder, but could you say I'm not a murderer? Yeah, I... We're not talking about it, so let's move on. (laughs) Ranch. All right, so moving on. Um, I guess it's time for crazy Trump tweets. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk talk some tweets, guys. Uh, Like, again, we were saying it was pretty late week. Uh, So pretty, pretty. Then then you look back at the tweets and you're like. Oh, no, you're still a crazy person. a, A really unsettling person runs our. Runs our government right now. Let's get into number one. Uh, number one, <clears throat> give the public a break. The fake news media is trying to say that large-scale immigration in Sweden is working out just beautifully. Not. It's not just that an adult man tweeted that and it's not just that a very wealthy adult mm. man tweeted that of the, the president of the united right. states of america the leader of the free world let me ask you this question would you prefer that to at the end of his tweet like when he was talking about like i'm gonna bring jobs back mm-hmm. if he ended it with i'm gonna pump you up i I would take that you would take that i would absolutely take that you would take that um would you uh would you accept making copies sure yeah let's just let's just go through all the (laughs) comment like the snl hack bits right yeah um no i like uh because i mean he's gonna but like isn't that special like at the end of one of his tweets at some point i can't do any of these impressions i can't do any of them hate saturday night live no, he loves her. He always watches it. <laughs> he loves it. Um, but he also doesn't understand how the joke works. No, he doesn't. Not at all. Like, because give the public a break. The fake news media is trying to say that large-scale immigration in Sweden is working out just beautifully not. Yeah. If, if the joke is the way Wayne's World structured it, right. um, then that not means that's not what the fake news media is saying. So maybe that's him admitting... There's no fake news media? (laughs) Yes. I mean, you could spend a lot of time on the internal psyche of this man via his tweets. I'm assuming that was DJT. Yeah, probably. That was probably DJT. Maybe little Donnie. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't get, he doesn't understand how jokes work. That's true. There is a better chance that it is little Donnie. You're right. Um, let's move along. So, um, you want to do Chicago? Yeah, let's do Chicago. About an hour ago, we tweeted about Chicago. And this is really upsetting. Uh, the first sentence, sentence of this tweet is totally true. 
Seven people shot and killed yesterday in Chicago. What is going on there? Totally out of control. Chicago needs help. Now, it, you know, actually, um, most of that tweet is true. I don't agree with his assessment that it's totally out of control. Um, Chicago has seen a spike in violence. It needs to get a handle on it. We All violence of this sort, most violence is, is abhorrent. And Chicago should get uh, help. If only there was someone... <laughs> <laughs> Looking out for the safety of the American citizens. Doing anything about it. Right. Not only is Donald Trump saying Chicago is, in, is, is, is a crazy hellscape where everybody's getting shot, but Donald Trump is focusing solely in terms of violence on violence from overseas radicalized, ISIL-trained, violent people who aren't coming here right now. Yeah. And, and according to him, committing acts of terror. Chicago is not that. Right. Even, that's the thing, even if a terrorist came here and shot six people in the face, in, like, in the middle of Times Square, it would still be better than... Then Chicago. Going in Chicago. Yes. And here's like, th there's, there's a bunch of things wrong. The, the thing that, the first, like, I was halfway through the tweet before I started getting mad. Because as soon as he wrote, like, what's going on in Chicago? I was like, do you know that you have people <laughs> who can tell you? Whose job it is to tell you what's happening. Right. Like, e even if, like. They're like, oh, it wasn't in my intelligence briefing that I'm probably not listening to. But it probably was in my intelligence briefing that I'm not listening to. You, you have a number, like, you can call people. The Federal Bureau of Investigation serves at your whim. Yes. The Department of Justice. Your department. Right. Investigate that shit. It's not like... We're going to, obviously, when, if he does, uh, he's going to come to a completely batshit um, uh, conclusion that we're going to hate, but it doesn't sound like he knows what's happening. Right. And that's the And that's it doesn't sound like he's aware that he could render aid. <laughs> Chicago needs help. Yes, go help. Right. Although, although he, he was the person who said they were going to send the National Garden, which is also not not a good idea. Not a good choice. Not a bad choice. Because you don't want to create a police state, but it is maybe like, well, why? Why is there all this shooting? Maybe yeah. we could, maybe maybe we could, we could do, do something maybe about it. Maybe we could it. fund a study. Yeah. Talk to some police officers there. Uh, uh, some violence interrupters and uh, community organizers. Okay. All right. Anyway. Our third, our, our third, third and final crazy and Trump tweet. final crazy Trump tweet. It's not the final t uh, crazy Trump tweet of the even of the week, but it's the last one we're going to handle right now. The so-called angry crowds in home districts of some Republicans are actually, in numerous cases, planned out by liberal activists. Sad. Now, what Trump's referencing, uh, if you're not aware of. Um, uh, this phenomenon. Um, a, a lot of liberals have been showing up uh, while their um, uh, representatives are doing town halls in their districts and uh, 
giving them a piece of their mind. And uh, if you're like me, that's that's fun. That's fun to watch. Yeah. Fun, fun fact, by the way, not everybody knows this, yeah. is that um, when a, let's say a congressman mm-hmm. is elected, um, he represents, uh, let's say he's a Republican. Yeah. Uh, he represents uh, not only the Republicans, but also the Democrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a situation where the Democrats just aren't represented by anyone. Right. And they are, they are left to a hellscape where they fight for, for bread. Um, they are supposed to be represented, represented by well. that person. Yes. And so Donald Trump doesn't seem to understand that the liberal activists in those home districts are constituents. Yes. He doesn't seem to understand that um, those people are uh, Americans even. Like, li- be- calling somebody an, an, a liberal activist does not make them less. Mm-hmm. I... He's, he's using it as a slur, but it's not a yeah. slur. I, I did not like the Tea Party because I did not appreciate what they stood for. But good on you for getting organized and yeah, wearing I dumb mean, hats. Uh, and uh, like I, Spitting on representatives was a little lo-fi. Yes, yeah, but I mean, um, like in terms of the fact that they were like, we are mad. We are going to create some degree of like organization around this mm-hmm. and fight for the principles that we think of like... I disagreed with every one of those principles. Right. And I wish to God that they, those people didn't, like, have an, the impact that they did, but they were entitled to have the impact that they did. Absolutely. Um, and they weren't, like, breaking the law or bad no. people. I mean, they were bad people, but they weren't bad people because of what they were doing. Right. I mean, there were incidents... Um, uh, of uh, sporadic violence at some of these uh, during the Tea Party era, I mean. Um, yeah. And uh, like I said, some Congress people got spat on. Um, uh, that has not, to the best of my knowledge, happened at any of these. No, but um, there but there was a douchebag. Do you know the name of the douchebag? Because I don't remember the name of the douchebag. The guy who said that he wasn't doing them because of... Well, gender. yes, I uh, I have it in front of me as... Front, as, as um, as 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 fate might have it, Representative Louis Golmert uh, invoked Gabby Giffords's shooting. Yes, for those of you that don't know, she was doing basically a meet and greet outside of a mall, I believe, at, uh, instead a of a strip mall. Center, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, got shot in the head by a crazed uh, uh, constituent of hers. Um, it wasn't a, as far as anybody could tell, a political act. He was just nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, shot her. Shot. Multiple other people, uh, I think yeah. about seven people died. Yeah. Um, She's, she survived. She survived, um, uh, but had to leave uh, Congress. Congress because she got shot in the head. Um, Gomer invoked uh, Gabby Giffords' shooting to defend his decision not to uh, meet his constituents. And I loved her reply. Uh, Gabby Giffords... <laughs> wrote a statement that said, I was shot on a Saturday morning. By Monday morning, my offices were open to the public. Ron Barber, at my side that Saturday, who was shot multiple times, then elected to Congress in my stead, held town halls. It's what the people deserve in a representative. To the politicians who've abandoned their civic obligations, I say this, have some courage. Face your constituents Hold town 
calls. Um, and then she dropped the mic and walked the fuck out of the room. Yeah, the, I think she actually became pure like ether and just <laughs> uh, a golden mist. Yep. And is ascended to a higher plane. I adore Gabby Giffords. She's the best. Um, I don't have a lot to add to that except like Louis Gohmert, uh is a is a coward and uh, a psychopath for trying to invoke uh, that as a reason not to um, hold town halls because he doesn't want to get yelled at. Sniffling little nut. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into our our topic. Um, yeah, well, which is the. Uh, uh, the White House uh, revoked protections for transgender students in uh, in public schools. Now, yes. deciding to leave it up to the state's rights. Now, we're going to get into the funny part of this in a moment. And it's a laugh riot. Yeah. Uh, but fuck you. Yeah, just fuck, fuck you. you, fuck piece you piece of shit. Goddamn motherfucking rich bastard piece of shit never struggled in your life had to fucking the biggest the biggest fucking bullying that donald trump ever faced was from somebody sniveling before him saying i i were out of oysters fucking cock sucking piece of shit motherfucker all right now into the uh now into the hilarious <laughs> um I don't know where I pulled oysters from in that. I don't know. It's no, but it, it painted in dimension. I appreciated it. Um, yeah. So uh, Trump uh, rolled back protections that transgendered students had um, that allowed them. Uh, it was an Obama directive. It wasn't law. Um, there are is broad law that protects all students from bullying based on just about any category you could bully them on including transgender issues but uh states are states up until obama wrote his uh directive could say you have to go to the bathroom that uh a doctor assigned your gender as when you were born as opposed to the gender you identify with under obama bathrooms locker rooms all that stuff uh it was up to the kid to decide like, if I feel like a woman, I will go to the woman's right. bathroom. And everybody knows that there's nothing easier when you're in school than trying to explain to your fellow students that you identify as a different gender. Right. They are so accepting of They're that. Super <laughs> accepting of that. And so um, uh, it, it's already super easy being transgendered, and, and Obama was just making it way easier. The other, I mean, like... This whole bathroom law thing, conservatives are just fucking obsessed with what goes on in bathrooms. Just like, and what goes on in 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 the nerve ending parts of your crotches. Well, here's here's the thing. Like, I am very bathroom shy. Sure. Like you know I. Like, I will typically, like, just, if somebody else is in the bathroom, like, wait. <laughs> you know, if I can. And I never use a urinal. I, I will wait forever for a stall because I like to have my own time. Just, yeah, yes. That's dusty time. Yeah. Um, so I would imagine that they are like me and saying, like, look, I can't pee 
if there's a lady present. Even if that lady feels like a dude. That lady, you know what I mean? Like, as, as far as I'm concerned, if I think they're a lady, then, then like, then I can't poop. Like, that's just, I'm done. I guess? I don't know. Like, I think... Because, I mean, you'll poop in front of a dude, but have you ever pooped in front of a lady? I have never pooped in front of another person. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I'm, you have... You have what, are you, what goes on in your bathroom, dude? <laughs> no, I mean, you have... I am sure that you have used a public restroom... And pooped. And pooped. When there was the... another man locking eyes with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, while there was another man somewhere in the bathroom. I, in an emergency, yes. Um, however, that ten, even even in the situation where like there's a stall, I don't want. I don't really want to poop when when other people are present. And the other thing about this is BT dubs. Um, not everybody who's transgender looks like super transgendered. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look like guys who, when they were born, women. Because they've gone through a full transition. Mm-hmm. So it's quite probable I have pooped in a bathroom where someone who was born a woman is also pooping. And I am completely fine. I know several people who have uh, transitioned. Um, and uh, I, I, it's just, imp- I can't imagine why... Why people care so much about what somebody else does with their body in that regard that they're willing to fucking, like, bully an already bullied group of children. Yeah, and, and this, like, I, I don't even want to get into whether or not it should just be, a, like, a basic acceptance thing for anyone of any age. Yeah. But especially for children, like, what do you think is happening in there? Like... I even in a all like when I use the restroom in an all male sort of situation, um, you're not hanging out in there. No, you don't want to like spend time. It's germy, right? I the time. Listen, I went to a large public school, a large public elementary school, and a large public high school. People uh, talk about the idea that like, ugh. Uh, guys will go into women's bathrooms and assault the women, and and women will go into the men's bathrooms, and shit will happen in there if it'll be <laughs> crazy. I never saw a woman in a dude's bathroom. I never saw a dude go in a women's bathroom. Um, what I did see were repeated acts of assault and bullying by guys on guys. Mm-hmm. Male children find a way to hurt each other. This it's not it's not like saying like oh now you can gender identify however you want is going to like stop them or start them from doing anything awful to each other. They're yeah. just going to be awful to each other because they're children. Yeah, it, here's here's my other issue with it. Like, so apparently, like the the way they want to make the argument. Like, if they, you know, if they're sitting up there trying to defend it, is like, we're not saying that it's okay to discriminate against, you know, uh, transgender children. We're just saying that the states, it should be up to the states. It should be a states' rights right. issue. And I'm saying if the word discrimination is there, 
then there shouldn't be a, a state's, state's right, right to issue. discriminate. No, of course not. Right. But that's always where they run to. It's like, it's like the hypocrisy of the fucking weed thing. Like it's states' rights up into the point where the fucking attorney general wants to clamp down. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and the thing that's as the thing that's as super like fucking horrible about this is this is a very vulnerable population of people, children, with a high suicide rate in large part because they feel unaccepted by by the place that they live and now you're going to tell them that they can't that the place that causes the most terror for these people which is being outed in a bathroom around a bunch of angry hormonal dudes they have to go into one Mm -hmm. as opposed to another well shit great as donald trump pointed out chicago is being shot to shit as Donald Trump pointed Focus out, Focus on that. There, there, there is a threat from fucking ISIL uh, uh, that, that hangs over us existentially. As Donald Trump has pointed out, there is a nuclear arsenal in the world that is capable of destroying everybody. Kids peeing is what he is focusing on. Kids. I mean, it's one of the, in his defense, it's one of the things he's focusing on. Yeah, he's he's focusing on some other shit. Yeah, and, like, I had a moment when I was thinking about it of being like, okay, but, like, I'm in New York. And let's say you make it a state's rights issue. Like, more likely than not, New York is going to turn around and say, hey, we're we're still going to protect those kids. New York City will. New York City will. But I mean, I'm assuming that New York as a whole probably will too. But mm. let's just let's just say that I'm wrong, or, or, or just go with me on this one that New York will protect states' rights. Sure. Will protect transgender kids, um, especially in New York, like in New York City. I think um, New York City is probably where those kids will have amongst the easiest time in the first place. And I use easy lightly because yeah, I yeah. know it will still be a goddamn nightmare, but it will be less of a goddamn nightmare than it will be in, you know, in a town with 70 kids uh-huh. going to a school. And that's, that concerns me more that like a kid where they're, you know, if you're talking about a, a dense public school in New York, there, there may very well be multiple kids in that situation versus yeah. a smaller town where there is, one kid right who is going to be the outcast no yeah absolutely and um and those are my fear of the states that are going to be like oh the 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 state yeah no the states it's a total dog whistle to states that just want to do this right saying i mean states rights was used to justify um you know uh interracial marriage laws Jim Crow's law, Jim Crow laws, uh, anti-segregation laws. It's been used. It, 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 basically, it's the it's the it's the thing that um, people who uh, irrationally hate their fellow Americans who fit into a sort of into a certain category run to states' mm. rights. States' rights. We gotta. We gotta. Uh, we got a. We don't want a strong federal government telling certain states what to do about who marries whom or whatever. Yeah. It's 
I, bullshit. And I, I stand behind my my argument. Of, and and if there are people who are transgender out there listening to this, what the thing I'm about to say, let me finish before you, like, write the email. Me. Yeah. Um, nobody wants to be transgendered. Nobody opts into transgendered. Nobody just wakes up one morning and feels like that'd be fun. I mean, uh, I, I get what you're saying. Like, no, yeah. Like uh, the, the the point that I'm trying to make is that like if you are a 13 year old kid going to a, a school and you feel as though you were born a woman but you are really a man, mm-hmm. like you're not doing that on a whim. You're not doing that because like it's cool this week. Right. You're no, doing mean, that because it is at the core of who you are and you don't really have a choice. Right. I think, uh, I mean, like, I think people grow to love it, grow to, uh, uh, hopefully, I, 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 I'd say, uh, I think, I, I, I hope that transgender people have as, much, as many options to love and accept themselves as everybody else does in this sad, stupid world. Um, and that uh, they, they, they feel right about themselves. But I do know that no one, like, goes through multiple surgical procedures that are some that can be in some cases dangerous and takes a, a cocktail of um uh of hormones because they're feeling like screwing with conservatives right and and just to be clear about this because you know i, I looked up some of the information about it is uh even at that point even post-op transsexuals will still have a remarkably high suicide rate. Yeah. Because it's still difficult to adjust. It's still difficult to feel right. It's still difficult to, uh, you know, be who you feel like you should be and then live in this society. So the fact that we would attack that group that is struggling so hard just to feel comfortable in who they are, in their skin, and, you know, feel like they're properly represented, it's such... Like, it's so heartless. Um, no, it's completely heartless. And, it's, and it is coming from the top of the country. It's, come, it's, it's a bullying act by the bullying chief. And to, to appease, like, to appease a base who doesn't give a shit about those people. Right. And, and to, I mean, how, like, I have never, in all my years on this planet felt directly implicated by the president, you know? Like, Mm. at times I felt like the president was saying things about a a broad coalition that I belong to, like Mm. liberals, you know, or like protesters against the Iraq war. But, like, that was still, like, millions of people. Like, it wasn't like he was, like, saying... And 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 they were joined by a diversity of of belief and like uh, background and and so forth. Like it wasn't like he was saying half Jews, half Quakers, you know. Yeah. Like and then pointing at 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 the the fifty of us that there right. are. In in this case, you're probably looking at like low thousands. I mean, it, in terms of trans in terms of transgender people, I don't know how many people there are the, I, i'm i'm subsetting down to like in schools people who are comfortable enough right to like you know i can't imagine that that number is 
it's not We're, very right. high, certainly. Like, yeah. and um, it's prob there are probably a lot more who want to be. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not it's certainly not very high. And God, I can only imagine what it's like for those relatively small for that relatively small group of people at the age they're at mm-hmm. to feel that way coming up, coming off the president. Just fuck you. Well, I, 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 I sat down and I thought to myself, well, why? Why would he be doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to his base. And I was like, well, Trump is focused on one thing since he got into office, and that is getting jobs back. <laughs> right. So he's laser focused on it. Right. Uh, so if you follow the logical evolution, if schools now are going to not be able to, you know, to not have transgender kids using the wrong bathroom, then the only way to do that is to put a police officer at every bathroom door. All right. So there are roughly a hundred thousand, uh, public schools. Right. Let's say, 10 bathrooms per school, five for men, five for women. Mm-hmm. So uh, what you're really looking at, so you're looking at a million bathrooms in North America that now need police officers. One million jobs. So that's a one million jobs that he's creating. And it's a great job. Right. I mean, I don't know the last time you smelled <laughs> a bathroom that children use, that only children use, but it is... I mean, what a what a wonderful what wonderful work those people will be doing. Right. And and and, and think about like how like think about how easy of a job it'll be. Like how cause you don't need much skill. You're just going like, hey, you say you're a boy. I guess let me look at your genitalia to make sure that you're yeah, a boy. I mean, that's that's basically what the government is saying. We get to tell you we we like we we're, we're we're like two steps away from the government being like, let me be the one to grab the balls. You know, like <laughs> yeah. seriously, like a kid pops out of the uh, out of the out of the mom. The doctor looks because you got to gender the kid. Doctor's mm. like, all right, it's a boy. Doctor writes it down. The government goes, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, why not just have a, you know what we could do for more jobs, put a government agent in charge of inspecting the genitals of every child as it comes out of its mom. Do we need that? I think probably because otherwise there could be mistakes or a doc or, or renegade doctors could just be like, it looks like a boy, but I bet it's going to feel like a woman. <laughs> so I'm just going to write it down. So it has its options. Yeah, or I mean, I think in that in that vein, I think what we do is we have doctors just go, none of your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could just take it off the birth certificates. Yeah, that'd be fun. But you know what? Like, I don't know if uh, this wouldn't work, but like, let's just say we get every doctor to agree because mm-hmm. if every doctor under sex just wrote Muslim, <laughs> um, then, then what would the government do? <laughs> I mean, they would they would literally arrest. They would have to shut ch- down. They would have, yeah. The government would, would have to, The government would have to turn off. <laughs> yes. You're saying they would arrest every doctor? No, they would. I I I was gonna say that, but then I like the idea better of the government just getting like all these birth certificates and being like, "We gotta close. <laughs> we yeah, got, we gotta get out of here." 
<laughs> the entire government leaves. Yeah, I because mean, I feel like it would be one of those glitches that would just like they just things would just start powering down. <laughs> <laughs> and people would go home. The power grid would just start turning, like yeah. flickering. You off. can hear the like, Phew. yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd uh, be great. So if you're a doctor out there listening, let's make this a thing. Let's yeah, just, just write Muslim, write Muslim under the sex of every kid. See what oh, happens. That'd be great. That'd be so great. Um, Do we have anything else that we wanted to cover today? Or uh, oh, we have to get into our charity, but I don't yeah, know if there's yeah, anything else. No, I think we got it. I think we're good. Let's talk about our charity this okay. week. Um, uh, uh, first, a quick plug for the Trans Lifeline, uh, which you can find at translifeline.org, or you can call them in the United States at 877-565-8860. Like we said, um, uh, tra- uh, trans people are, um, uh, may want to talk to some people, especially now. Uh, please do reach out. It's, um... It's important, and if you don't feel like calling the Trans Lifeline, call somebody else who might understand you and talk to you. It's very important. Uh, And you can throw them a couple bucks, too, at translifeline.org. The other charity we want to talk about, though, is uh, Lambda Legal Mm -hmm. this week. Uh, Lambda Legal was founded in 1973. This is from their About page, uh, which you can find at lambdalegal.org, L A M B. D-A-L-E-G-A-L dot org. Uh, They're founded in 1973, the oldest and largest national legal organization whose mission it is to achieve full recognition of the civil rights of lesbians, gay men, bisexuals, transgender people, and those with HIV. Um, It's a great organization. They do great work, and they're going to be on the front lines of this shit. Uh, So please go there, throw them some money, um, cause they deserve it and, uh, hopefully that will help them, uh, litigate and also buy some pizza because everybody likes pizza. Yes. I, it, this is probably the case for every, uh, group that we talk about, but this is one of those organizations that I want to go out of business eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I want them to do such a good job that they're like, all right, we, we got won. it. We won. Yeah. We don't need to do anything anymore because, like, you know, because there was the polio company. Like, <laughs> you know. Sure. And eventually they're like, hey, we cured it. Now we don't need to fucking work on polio anymore. I mean, it probably is not. That's probably not real. But you know I, what I mean? The polio like, <laughs> company sounds honestly like it was giving people polio. Yeah. But it also cured it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll buy it. Yeah. Like, it, it first started, it was sort of that thing, you know, like. When you invent like a candy bar, but it turns out the candy bar is poisoned. Oh, that's so, happened like, to me a lot. <laughs> so what you have to do is you have to, in order to raise money to find a cure, uh-huh. you have to keep selling the candy bars because right. that's how you make money. Okay. And then eventually you make enough money that you find a cure for the, for the candy, candy for the poison candy bars. That I've been giving. I see. Right, I and see. then you don't need to be a company anymore because now you've cured all the people that you've given that you've poisoned. So that's what we're hoping for for Lambda Legal. Yeah, <laughs> except not at all. <laughs> except not that. Except not that. My, yes, point, is, my point is that I hope that they're so successful that they hit a point where they do not need to be anymore. I will. I'll, yes, I'll take that and run and, and agree. 
Um, and and I will thank them for their work. Yes. Uh, and thank you for listening this week. Um, and especially because we were so sweary. Yeah. <laughs> and well, shouty. Uh, but I think with cause. Yes. Um, I, I think the the more targeted of a group like this, and the more group, the more that it's a group that doesn't have the ability to fight back, the more you're going to see us uh, not be able to prevent ourselves from square yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, anyway uh, thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next week bye, bye.